Hello guys, welcome to the fourth episode of our growth podcast. My name is Karabo Sekwele and I'm your host. The aim of this podcast is to help both you and I discover our true potential and realize our true being. And we're going to achieve this by asking and searching for answers about our behavior, habits, personalities, cultures, background, and more. So today is Mandela Day in South Africa. It is the 18th July 2020. It also marks 102 birthday anniversary for Nelson Mandela. So the aim of Mandela Day is to give, to serve, to help, to do something for someone else, and to uplift humanity. These are the values Mandela cared for and represented himself. This year's essence for Mandela Day is to take action, to inspire change and make every day a Mandela Day. So I thought I should offer you this bonus podcast as my service to you. On this podcast, I would like us to take lessons from the type of leader Nelson Mandela was. Let's get to it. Just a bit of a background for those who didn't know. Nelson Mandela was born on the 18th of July 1918 in a small village called Tunu in the Eastern Cape, South Africa. He grew up looking after cattle, sheep and goats. And from a young age, he displayed leadership skills which people around him and his family could notice. He had a commanding and respectable demeanor, but he was also kind and gentle. When he moved to Johannesburg and became a lawyer, he joined the African National Congress, the ANC, a political party where he continued to improve his leadership skills. He was recognized as a great leader from the early days when he joined the ANC. He was always the only person who volunteered to lead in all difficult situations regarding the political movements, protests, and fight against liberation of the South African people and unjust laws. I mean... Even in his own political party, he never got involved in the fights for leadership of the party. When he was first elected the president of the ANC Youth League, he was not even present. People nominated him in his absence. That's real power. True leadership, not forced leadership whereby you threaten and instill fear in people to follow you or nominate you as a leader. When he was sentenced to 27 years in prison, he spent 18 years of his sentence at Rowan Island confined to a tiny prison cell with no proper bed and a small blanket. For the first year of his imprisonment, he was only permitted to wear short pants. He was not allowed to wear long pants. I mean, if you've been to Cape Town, you know how cold it gets in winter and the strong winds. He was only allowed to receive a letter and a visit once in six months. He was forced to work in a quarry for 13 years with other political members who were arrested digging limestone with bare hands and minimum tools, hands bleeding every single day. I mean, these guys were only lawyers and politicians. This work was brutal to them. There were no toilet facilities in the lime quarry, so they would have to dig to do their business. Even after a hard day of labor, they would still get punished for no particular reason. I mean, some say there was a point where Mr. Mandela was ordered to dig a grave in the prison yard and to lie in it only to be pissed on after he lay in it. 
All these were done to humiliate and degrade him. But Nelson Mandela said he believed the way in which you were treated by the prison guards depended on your demeanor. And you must fight that battle and win it from the very first day. So he knew and understood the reasons they did all that. Most importantly, he knew that he was chosen to be there for a much bigger cause. If not him, then who? This was his journey and he was just prepared to do everything to see South Africans liberated. His dream was to save our country and its people and no one would stop him from achieving his dream. This reminds me of a moving speech he gave just before he went to Robben Island on the day he was sentenced. <laughs> Too bad I cannot imitate his voice. But the speech was as follows. During my lifetime, I have dedicated myself to this struggle of the African people. I have fought against white domination and I have fought against black domination. I have cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all people will live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It is an ideal which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if needs be, it is an ideal for which I am prepared to die. So Nelson Mandela was prepared mentally. His desire was intense. His belief and hope for every nation and people was unbreakable. And even after all the hardships and brutality he went through in prison, when he was released from prison, he blamed no one. He had no grudges. He had no ill intent or desire for revenge. When he was asked about his time in prison, he would say he doesn't regret anything. He had a great time. Rowan Island was a great place. It made him who he is today. And because he blamed no one, there was no reason to forgive anyone. Because we only forgive if we have blamed. And all that happened to him got us to where we are now. And all that mattered to him was to serve humanity. Nelson Mandela said, No one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin, or his background, or his religion. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than hate. Nelson Mandela was a true hero. He was a true leader. He was of service to humanity. He led by example. He was not motivated by any titles. He was brave. He had integrity, humility, kindness, understanding. He was loving. And the most popular word which everyone who knew him uses to describe him is dignity. He was dignified. On some occasions, he would ask his wife, Grasha, are these people not exaggerating about all these things they are saying about me? I mean, I'm just a normal person. He was truly humble and didn't identify with an ego. These are virtues of heroic leaders and are virtues we should all strive for. We can only achieve these virtues by being selfless and of service to humanity. The world would be a much better place with more leaders like Nelson Mandela. So, free yourself from your own Rowan Island. Break free from your mental prison and invincible chains, which are keeping you stagnant, close to new things and ideas, which are keeping you in fear, afraid, angry, jealous, complaining, always criticizing, judging, and worldly perceptions. Let us live by honoring our purpose, commit to our values and to our ideal future. 
We are all leaders in some aspects of our lives. There are people who look up to you. People in your community, your relatives, colleagues, your kids, friends, and many more. The best time to start being a leader is now. No matter where you are in life, you can choose to lead by example. Be the leader you admire and aspire to be. That's the end of our podcast today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I hope this was of service and valuable to you. Please share this podcast with three of your friends or family members. Grow together. Let us learn by teaching and teach by learning. We learn twice as more by teaching others. Please follow our page on Facebook at Our Growth with Karabo Sekwele. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to our podcast so you stay informed of new episodes. Until next week, I send you love. Peace.